All these convicts ass off a building. I was like, you know, if they really just open Rikers up and let all the niggas out, they would just go home. Like they just be <laughs> like every criminal isn't going to be like, all right, let me get a gun and sit in my because they they wear their prison uniforms too. So right. it's like they literally they walk out of Rikers, they swim to Manhattan, and they just stand on buildings and shoot rockets at you. A lot of niggas are just, I'm just going to move to fucking you know Philadelphia or some shit like that and just chill, like low. You know? But fuck it. It's a game, I guess. It's what the streets need. You just gotta wait for this night to finish. This, the, he really do got an addiction. Mm-hmm. He really do. And we just sitting here talking about uh, WrestleMania. What was what was the... Who's these white bitches? Oh, uh, one of them fell on her way to the ring. To the ring. That's her falling? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. had them niggas out there in a fucking hurricane wrestling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was raining, yo. It was raining. Oh, it was outside. Yeah. Where um, where at? Here. This <laughs> fucking cold, man. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that makes more sense because you know niggas don't care about shit. And Hulk Hogan was there. Yeah. Oh god, peak racism. Let me tell you something, colored. Colored. All right. Okay. Let me tell you something. Right, awesome. Awesome. Eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. Stop the steal. They booed that nigga last night. Mm-hmm. They booed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw another angle. They booed the shit out of Hulk Hogan, man. It could have been any from Tampa Bay. It could have just been the black people, though. I, I don't know. The nigga did get booed last night. He from that's his hood, though. He's from he from Florida. Tampa Bay, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You from one of them, like, um, you know, fucking Studio City, somewhere on the beach somewhere. It's a Hulk Hogan. He's, like, like, red, red. He's from the red, red conservative part of Florida. He's, yeah. Oh, wait, no. He's born actually in Georgia. He's born in Augusta. Oh, that makes sense. But his, his house was somewhere on the beach in Florida. But it's, like, not Miami. It's, like, one of them, like, coastal joints on the side. Yeah, that when the hurricane he, comes, you don't really feel bad. You know? he got a, yeah, he got a, he got the boat right there. You know, you walk outside his backyard and walk down to the boat. He got one of them cribs. Yo, this did a black man touch Hulk Hogan's daughter No black man has ever touched Hulk Hogan's daughter. Come on, bro. Uh, Come on. They tried to fuck her up. They tried to. I'm sure mm-hmm. fucking. This is 2006. I'm sure. Uh, Chad Ochocinco or Terrell Owens or somebody is trying to fuck Hulk Hogan's daughter. You know what I mean? Got into his racist bag in like 2010 or some shit. Nah, that nigga was racist from the start. It's just he's able to avoid he's he's able to avoid niggas until they started trying to fuck his daughter for tracks and shit. You know what I mean? Like T Pain probably tried to fuck her. You know what I mean? Or fucking you know Flo Rida. You know what I mean? Like them type of niggas is trying probably try to run up in old Brook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh didn't he like his his son kill somebody or some shit? Yeah, he went to jail for like a year. He was like racing and he ran and he, he crashed and um I think the nigga in the passenger seat died. Uh uh-huh. yeah. 
nigga went to jail. Remember when Brooke Hogan said uh, Beyonce said relax? I don't remember that. Putting out too, she's putting out too much music. <laughs> and she tried to she tried to co-sign Carrie Hilson into it. But she was like, Yeah, I agree with Carrie Hilson when she says that Beyonce putting out too much music. And everybody's like, I ain't bitch. And now she married to like a, a race car driver. Mm-hmm. Y'all know entirely too much about that family, bro. Cause the mother's like fucking some kid that went to school with her kids and shit yeah. like that. Whoa. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Why is this why is this? Wild, this nigga say he's pausing the game, but he ain't paused that game. He ain't paused the game yet, yo. He ain't pause it. He ain't pause it. For a side mission, this nigga stressed out over I a side mission. I went to the main mission, man. I went to the main mission. No, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> niggas, <laughs> niggas stressed out. You just got to beat some niggas up in Central Park. That's it. Then go back to the building and say the bitch that was helping you. That's what I did, man. I, 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 just, I just been beating the niggas up. That was the best thing about Red Dead Redemption, though, that you can either be a good guy in the game or you can be just a horrible person. I wish games gave you that ability more. You know what I mean? Red Dead let me like shoot a nigga. Could have shot a nigga and yeah. kept it fucking moving. Yeah, like I wish, they, I wish this game gave you, like, oh, do you want to save Mary Jane? No. Mm-hmm. I got shit to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm homeless, my nigga. Like I, I need a place to stay, and Mary Jane's not giving me a place to stay. Sorry, man. You gotta die. Like I don't know what to tell you. You know? Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. So Hulk Hogan's son uh, had a competition license, a Formula D competition license, and. Um, He's driving a Lamborghini and uh, it caught on fire and killed the nigga. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, no, it was a Supra, a Toyota Supra. My bad. Let's talk about the last. Saving for last? What you want to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about sports, man. I, that, my, I got to Fucking barbershop mentality, B. How y'all feel about uh, the Lakers beating the Nets last night in the blowout fashion? Bro. Yo. Every game was a blowout last night. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they beat them in blowout fashion in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. How, do digits. how do you feel about it? I don't know, man. I think I think uh, last night, if Frank Vogel doesn't at least get votes for Coach of the Year, then we know this award is some bullshit because he's missed what Eddie Day has been out for like four weeks, four six weeks. Oh, I've been out for a couple. Weeks, huh? Weeks, yeah. Anthony Davis been out a couple months, ain't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. months, yeah, yeah. yeah. Braun has been out for a week or two now, and uh, Lakers is still right there. Lakers is oh, wait, no, we're five, we're fifth in the east, but we're really only five games off number two, you know what I'm saying? And, and we've actually had to play good teams in this stretch. And the thing about it is, even though we're losing, we still have the number one defense in the league. Without Anthony Davis and without what's, Braun. Uh, you know what I mean? What's the Blazers? What what place are the Blazers? Uh, Blazers are in sixth place. We're ahead Dune, of the Blazers. Dune has been annoying me. I stopped watching them. What's wrong, bro? Fuck. They don't play mellow enough. So I was like, you know, I'm not they watching don't play, this. Well, they might be saving them for the playoffs, too, though. Could be. You that shit is mean? just annoying me. That's annoying. Yeah. I was, like, was, I was like, I only watch... Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't stay up for these games anyway. But like when I do get to watch them, I'm like, yo, I'm only watching y'all for one reason, and he not in. So it's like he not in. Yo, you talk about the number one seed in the West? Like, fuck. No, I mean, yeah, let me ask yeah. y'all that real quick, okay? Utah got the best record in the league. So I, I, you know, every time the MVP thing comes up, right? Mm. Um, it's like I've, I've come to just just accept that they're gonna give it to the best player on the best team, right? Mm. I don't even care about arguing about who deserves MVP anymore. But this year, not one person has Donovan Mitchell on their MVP list. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? What happened to the best player, best team thing? It's the Kevin Garnett effect. It's like uh, when your numbers and you don't stick out. Remember when the Celtics first came together, they won 66 games, yeah. but they gave the MVP to Kobe? Uh-huh. That's what's going to happen with him. You know what I'm saying? Like they probably won't give the French dickhead defensive player of the year or some shit See, like that. And, I could, and the culture get coach of the year. I could understand when they gave it to Westbrook because he had the triple double and you know the the fucking what you call it? The Warriors had KD and and Steph Curry, so it was like, you know, you don't need to give it to them two niggas. So I could understand mm-hmm. shit like that, you know what I mean? Um and it, it, but this year is just like Damn, you know, Mitchell Mitchell was balling, but yeah, I mean, he I guess like you said, his numbers don't. He's he's balling, but it's like I saw a video, right? Wait, wait, Burns, what do you you define as balling? Hold on, listen, hold on real quick. I saw a video, right? And they Mm -hmm. talked about how players are scoring more now than they used to, like ten years ago and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that. When I saw that video and he broke it down to me, like how like the usage is more and all this and that, and point guards are doing more like getting rebounds than centers and shit like that now, it it kind of makes me look at everybody's numbers as like you know like inflated and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think Donovan Mitchell is balling, but he's not like he's not really he's not really doing much compared to like you know the other niggas. So. Like Bradley yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah, they call it this a live ball error. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The passing and, and quicker shots. You know what I mean? They got you got five players on the floor at any time that can score. You know what I'm saying? So Donovan Mitchell is only averaging like 26 point six assists and five rebounds. Yeah. And in you know a and saying? in an like, era where everybody's numbers are like you know jumping up, that's not shit. But Well, I mean, uh, the rapist, child rapist, got two MVPs. One over Tim Duncan back in the day, Carl Malone. You know what I mean? So I think it's also um, like a, a prestige and a name type of thing. Chris Paul's never got an MVP. So they'll, so if you're looking at Phoenix as a, a team with the MVP player on it, you're going to look more at Chris Paul than you do Devin Booker because it's a prestige thing. Because Devin Booker was there last year and Chris Paul wasn't. That's why he got the All Star nod over Devin Booker originally. You know what I mean? 
Plus Devin Booker, he's averaging the same. He's actually averaging similar numbers to Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's 26, 4, and 5. Devin Booker's 26, 4, and 4. Mm-hmm. But, you know, someone like Beal is averaging 30. Steph Curry is averaging 29, uh, basically 36 and 5. And B is averaging 29 and 11. You know what I mean? Even Giannis Antetokounmpo is averaging 28, 11, and 6. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, them niggas is putting up numbers. And fucking teammates is outscoring. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are ahead of scoring on, on Mitchell and Booker. You know what I mean? And then what do you, what do you, what do you think about Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard's there, you know? Ron is there with his 20s, 25, 8, and 8. James Harden is averaging damn near triple-double. So, I don't know. Shit is tough. It's tough. But it, to me, it usually comes with, with a year like this, it's going to come down to prestige, have you been making all-star teams? Is your is your brand big enough? You know what yeah. I mean? So, if anything, I think it'll be Joel and B before anybody else. Realistically, how far is you is you talking about throw I think they're going to lose a, a game two in the second round, and then all that shit's going to be out the window. They're going to be the same old Utah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, that team, are they built to win in the playoffs? Or are they built, or or mm-hmm. are they? They've had chemistry for so long that the regular season's easy for them. Because that's that's literally the difference between great teams that are great in the regular season versus great teams that win championships. Is is there a chemistry that you've been playing together for four or five years, so everybody knows their roles, and they just go right in, and then they're just helping. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the Mavericks before they won, they will win the number one seed every year and they lose. You know what I mean? Or Phoenix. With Steve Nash, you know, I think they have I think they have good chemistry, but I just don't see them being a team that's like more talented. I don't I don't see I don't think they could beat the, the Clippers. How far I don't think they could beat Denver. Who was that? How far did the Clippers go? Clippers should go far because I think Rondo's going to help them as a point guard. Rondo's going to help them a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. They've kind of been on the low, whereas last year it was like they kind of had a target on their backs because niggas was hyping them up. But they just been, you know, chilling. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see people slandering Paul George and shit like that. You know? So they can kind of sneak up on people. You know? They can sneak up on people. They're third in the West. 36 and 18. That's a nice thing right there because they will play Phoenix in the second round. They could beat Phoenix easily. You know, and get right to the conference finals. With, with my Hornets, I I don't want to get. I gotta. We gotta stay above seven. I don't know how, because we got like six niggas out right now. But we just gotta stay the fuck above seven. I don't want to get to that play. Knicks, man. Yo, yeah, shit fell apart. Shit fell apart. Things fall apart. It's not your fault, bro. You didn't do it. You didn't do this. Okay. What's wrong? It's all right, man. It's all right. You got Boston, Memphis. Oh, no, you played these niggas already. You got Toronto, we, us, and uh, the Pelicans. I mean, those are tough games, bro. What's wrong with the Knicks, though, Kwame? What's wrong with the Knicks? I don't know, man. How, how don't you feel that fucking fast, bro? Niggas just run out of gas. Niggas, one niggas run out of gas. Two niggas figure out how to beat a team. You know, if you watch a team enough, you figure out how to beat the team. 
Like, this team can't do this, you know? Maybe they had holes that they didn't address during the trading deadline that they should have addressed. You know what I mean? Like, do they have guard play? Is somebody pushing the tempo, pushing the pace, scoring the backcourt? No, Mitchell Robinson got hurt again, so that's... That nigga stay hurt. God damn. I really want the Knicks to make the playoffs, man. Me too, man. Me too. I ain't I even know Charlotte's in the fourth seed. That's why this nigga been quiet. I ain't um, complaining. I ain't hear this nigga complaining a damn second about basketball. It's been very quiet in Charlotte. Because mm-hmm. I just out here winning. Bro, we just we just try to keep ahead of the water, bro. All right, we just try to keep lost, ahead of the water. You lost your you lost your superstar rookie. Just kept winning. Just said fuck it. We just gonna keep winning, my nigga. I don't know what to tell Mello, you. So God don't win. We lost Hayward for six weeks. We lost uh, Monk for like three more damn weeks. Damn. Seven and one in division games, bro. You get smacked right now, though. Uh, seven and three out of your last ten. 14 and 15 on the road. That's not that bad at all, bro. Yeah, we just couldn't. Got, you couldn't. We just got to piece it together. Yo, my dog, no, listen, I I don't. The coach from Charlotte needs some votes, too. I ain't saying he's going to win it, but he needs some votes, man. He's he keeping his shit glued together. Yeah, yeah but they ain't going to get that many votes. You know how that goes. Let's get a nigga a couple of votes, man. Something like, like a couple second place votes. Yeah, you feel me? Just something. They're going to give it to Doc Rivers because he's black. Yeah. The year of the Negro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More black coaches are being hired than ever. Don't give it the Doc. Don't give it to Doc Rivers. They don't give Doc Rivers a coach of the year. I think they're gonna give um Embiid MVP. Unless something else happens. You know what I mean? Which I wouldn't be that mad because I think I think Embiid, you know, he'd be the first center to win MVP since Shaq. He deserved that shit. You know what I'm saying? He deserved that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's been healthy for the most part. Why? I guess I shipped the football. Wait, can we say this real quick? Go ahead. Is 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 Steph Curry and Steve Curry are they frauds? I don't think Steph a fraud. I think I think Steph is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they in tenth place though. They're twenty five and. 28. I can't call Steph a fraud, man, because that nigga's still putting up thirty a night. Yeah, he mm. fighting for his fucking life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He really in Tennessee, though. In Tennessee. Tennessee. 30 is 30, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, <laughs> they said it's a career high for him. So, so 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 it's more Steve Kerr than Steph Curry. Steve, Steve, Steve Kerr is a fraud. Yo, they ran that last play for the other the other nigga that one night. Mm. That's 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 a coach thing. Yeah, so Steve Kerr. Steve yeah. first. Steve Kerr fucking up. Mm-hmm. All right. You think they're gonna fire him? No, I don't think so. You got them two What you say? You think Steph gonna get the fuck out? He ain't going nowhere. He just signed the Supermax. I think this. They said he had like. I think he said uh, he's about almost he's to almost to the end. I think he got one year left after this. Oh, year. he he just he signed the Supermax. Uh, I think like the year um uh, Kevin Durant left. Man, them niggas is saying. Oh no, 2022. You're right. My bad. Niggas is saying Brian recruiting stuff. Yeah, I'm just niggas saying. I'm that's why I'm asking. They still getting the fuck out. 
But at 34, he'd be an unrestricted free agent at 34 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got one more year. Come through. Huh? I mean, we got a home for that nigga if he's trying to come through. You, you want to sign 34-year-old Steph Curry to what? Like a $40, $40 million a year contract? Fuck it. Fuck it? Fuck it. Still cost it to the win. You already got a point guard, though. Listen, man. I just need an elite shooter, bro. He just want talent by any means, man. That's his problem. You don't give a fuck. Just give me something. Something to believe in. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's me. But you got it. You got Melo. You got the. You got Airbnb. You know what I mean? Devontae Graham. Oh, you man. You Graham done played this up out of money. Man. A lot of these, bro, I'm going to fuck with you, but Melo, Melo got hurt. A lot of niggas start getting this uh. bro. A lot of niggas. That was balling beside LaMelo. A lot of niggas. We're mm. from uh, 18 to 7. Damn. So a lot of niggas ain't getting the money they thought they was going to get in this offseason. So he should have traded something when he was worth something. That was worth the shit. You know? But let's talk football, man. How we feeling about... um? Uh, Have we done a podcast since the trades happened? No, we haven't. Nah. How do y'all feeling about a trade between the two of y'all? The two of y'all teams trading. I Quarterback. The Jets please us. No, what's the Jets Why you say that for, man? We gave the Jets. Oh no! He's, oh, he's not even looking at the camera. Does that mean he agrees? Second rounder. Oh man! <laughs> Dipped away from the camera. What did you What did you give up to get uh, Sam Darnold? Who's the second pick in the draft? We gave up. Uh, we gave up a six this year. Don't have a problem with that. We gave up a second six picks this year. Next year, have a huge problem with that. Second pick in the draft. And a second rounder and a fourth rounder. We gave up three picks for Sam Darnold. What? I'm wondering who like who are we bidding against? That's what I'm confused about. So y'all give up, y'all gave up first this year, the sixth pick in the draft this year. No, 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 no. We gave up a six-rounder. Oh, six-rounder this oh, year. Okay. Oh, 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 let me fix my mic. I got this shit, man. Yeah, no, yeah, turn, no, turn off Spider-Man, yo. Come on. That's why I'm asking him questions, because I know, you know, you'd be like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bro, listen, listen, for... Six-rounder, right, this year. We gave six a round six-rounder next year. I don't want to give up a six-rounder. And a four-rounder mm. next year. That doesn't, that, that's 2% that off. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. A six, the second, and the fourth. That's not that bad. A what? Maybe they think he's going to be good. You said a lot for Sam Darnold. Maybe they think he's going to be good. You said, what did you? What did he say on the podcast? He said you got what five wide receivers that got a thousand yards last year with Teddy Bridgewater. Now you're getting a better quarterback, right? No, what? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm actually not getting a better quarterback. I'm getting the same nigga, if not worse. Yeah, the, Teddy, Teddy was on the Jets at one point. I don't know if y'all remember. Bro, and, yeah. and, bro, hear me out, bro. We didn't even give you Teddy. We kept Teddy and traded for Sam. So we got a nigga making twenty million, and we got a nigga we get three picks for. The fuck? Like, like that's why. That's why I'm, I'm confused. Maybe they feel like Sam is going to be the future, and 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 Teddy will be the bridge. Water. Oh, 
I'm gonna pay him twenty million dollars for one more year, though, right? He's out after this year. But still, no, bro. You gotta pick one, nigga. You gotta pick one. You can't have both. You just cannot have both. But may, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they feel like it's gonna be like a steel sharpened steel. You know what I mean? Oh. Maybe there's like oh. Teddy knows oh. the offense. We're gonna right. give Sam time to grow up in this offense, and then he's gonna right. have all seven of the wide receivers that caught a thousand yards in passing last year. That, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how the hell we go from uh, starving for for um, uh, Stafford and Watson to just saying YOLO for Sam. It doesn't make sense to me at all. We just could have drafted it. But, but you know what you, you – so, okay, this think of it like this. This is your draft. You drafted Sam Darnold, but you drafted a quarterback that actually know you know how he can play in a pro game. You've seen how he plays in a pro game. He looks bad. He plays bad? He looks bad. I don't want that nigga, man. I don't Kourmet want that. West. Kourmet West, man. Talk to the... He don't play bad. Sam don't play bad. talk to me into this shit. Come on. Come Sam, on. Fuck, man. Sam Sam had a... Uh, a, a but do we that, got... Okay. But do we have eight wide receivers that caught over a thousand yards in passing last year? No. Oh, okay. So now he has it. So things will look better. That don't mean he but can you, get him to him. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, he can get the ball to him. Talk to me, bro. What, what you thinking, Paul? No, no, I, no, no. That was stupid. That was stupid. Plus, man. he's going to have the greatest white running back of all time. So now you got nine wide receivers that have caught a 1,000 yards. Hey, man, him and Robbie season. Anderson knew each other. For Robbie while. Anderson knew each other. Oh, is in North Carolina. Oh. That's what Robbie Anderson should have did. Don't call the Jets. He has he has a white running back. He's he's in a place where he'll be appreciated as a white quarterback. He's not in the cold oh. anymore. He's not in the cold anymore. He's from Southern California. He wants to play in the heat. Hey, listen, man, you had doubts on on on, on Mellow Ball, and for a while your Twitter name was Mellow Let's Ball or some shit like that. It was. It you know was. what I'm saying? Sam Donald's gonna turn you around, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Plus, no, like I said, he has no, 10 no, no. wide receivers no, no. that are caught a thousand yards in passing last year. No, uh, his his lead three years it has shown anybody and niggas is still waiting on that potential. I ain't seen that potential. I know I'm good. No, I don't want Sam Darnold. Come on, man. What I want to draft the nigga. Listen. But you could be even wrong about that nigga. You know what I mean? And 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 you're this giving is, Sam Sam Donald's gonna have an offense though. This is Sam's year. This is his year right here. If he does not ball out this year, I say it's a wrap. If Sam Donald does not ball out this year, I say it's a wrap. If Sam Donald ball out this year, this question. Question. you know, year one, he's a rookie, you know, whatever, you know, team sucked. Whatever. The mm. next two years, he had the worst coach I've ever seen in my entire life. That's what I'm saying. Sam, this is listen. This is I believe Sam is gonna. If Sam balls out have, this year, I think he has to ball out this year. Did he have twelve wide receivers that caught over a thousand yards passing? He never did. Nope. He never did. And now he has it on Carolina. Yep. Come on. I hate this nigga, man. What? <laughs> this nigga. That's a lot of yards, baby. He's he's never he's had. Never nah, like I don't I don't know how many 
wide receivers. I don't even think we had a thousand yard receiver last year. Now he has thirteen. Now he has yeah, fifteen of them niggas over there. Can't get okay, okay, that's great. He got it, but he can't get the ball. So we're not giving it to the other fucking team. <laughs> he just gotta throw it, man. Yeah, you gotta throw this shit like a fucking volleyball and watch the other fucking team take that bitch and run with it. Fuck out of here, man. Yo, you gotta have faith, man. You gotta have faith. I got no faith, bro. Come on, man. I don't care what the Panthers do with Sam Darnold. It doesn't benefit me. If if Panthers want to make me happy, 2022, go get Watson or draft a quarterback. Watson might be in jail, my nigga. I don't think Watson. Never mind, never mind. Watson gonna be uh, in jail, bro. I, I, we, we will save that conversation, bro. I'm, I'm waiting for the fact to come out, but I, I, I've been reading a couple things, bro. That nigga ain't in jail. That nigga's not getting locked up. 2019, Sam Donald played 13 games and had 19 touchdowns. It's a touchdown a game, bro. That's crazy. I'm just saying. What, what was their record? Uh, seven and six. Oh, okay. I thirteen. Huh? I don't know what. What? Say the end. How many picks he threw? Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. 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 Teddy Bridgewater was doing that shit. Yeah, so now you're not paying $20 million for Teddy Bridgewater to throw an interception every game. Teddy Bridgewater had 15 touchdowns and 11 interceptions last year. Uh, so we get so we get lucky, we get four more touchdowns, right? If we get lucky. Let's fucking go. Dun, 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 dun. Who do you think? Um, so so the Nets, I mean the Nets, the Jets, they're gonna draft two. Uh, Zach Wilson? I think so. I think I think that's what they're going with now. Yeah, that's what the goal is? Yeah. You don't think um, my Muslim defensive coach is going to screw his former employers and draft Justin Fields? Bro, how do you know his former employers are going to get Justin Fields? He got to get Justin Fields. That's, you think that's Justin what he's doing? Fields. It can't be Mac Jones. If y'all draft Mac Jones... Y'all draft. Well, if they draft Mac Jones, I, I'm just not gonna watch football no more. I don't have any need to watch football anymore because that would be the dumbest trade in NFL history. You didn't have you know to. Know what I mean? Like, though. that's that's what I'm confused about. You didn't have to really. What'd you say? You didn't have to trade up to get Fields or Mac Jones. Not, yeah. yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is, only thing I would say is maybe they were more privy to talks and how niggas is gonna be moving in this draft than than you know what's coming out. Where niggas is like, yeah, we're looking at fields, we're thinking about fields. You know what I mean? Like we know, uh, my shit's unstable. Can you hear me? I'm coming yeah. clear. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, you hear me? Okay. Yes. So we. They, he has a connection to Selah, the coach of the Jets. You know what I mean? So so they should know what they're doing. So, so I don't know. We'll they see. I they think traded the They traded with a division rival, yo. This was This is this is this 
They knew what they were doing when they traded with Dolphins because they could have traded with the, uh, with the whoever got the uh fourth pick. I'm saying division they rivals. they traded with the Dolphins, who is the Jets division rivals. Oh, so, so they gave they gave the Dolphins more ammo to beat the Jets, who is Robert yeah. Sala. You know, so I feel like they tried to uh they could have they could have went number fifth or fourth pick, you know, and still got Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Uh, out of out of all, uh, we've always done kind of stupid, risky trades. Remember when we trade uh, a pick back so the, the Bears could draft Trubisky and we drafted Solomon Thomas instead of fucking Pat Mahomes? That didn't work out well. You know what I mean? Like we do do some stupid shit. You know what I mean? We do stupid shit in the draft. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll fucking see. Sam Donald's gonna be good for y'all. Watch, watch. Let's revisit this. We how many, revisit this. How many we, thousand yard receivers oh. he got now? He got sixteen thousand thousand yard receivers. In addition to, uh, uh, Chad, what's his name? CMC. He's also a thousand yard receiver, mm-hmm. bro. The tight end, thousand yards. You get that? You know what I mean? Come on, Teddy Bridgewater. He's a he's a Negro. He can run with the ball. You could do some like New Orleans type shit. He could be a, you know, he could option out and fucking be a, a pass catcher. Now you got even more thousand yard receivers. You know? I hate this thing. I think I think Sandor is gonna be good for you. I'm telling you, I think he's gonna be good. And I'm telling you, watch next, next by next um fucking. Thanksgiving is going to be like Sam Darnold, let's go, number one fan on your Twitter. Watch. No, no. no. By Darnold. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Sam, I am. Deshaun Watson, what size is your jersey? Come through. Them niggas is not, they not trading that nigga. And they're going to have him in purgatory. They might even draft the quarterback this year. I don't think so. And just sit that nigga on the bench. I don't think so. You, you, you want to know what I honestly think? All right, this this is my honest All right, I'm not going to share my true thoughts because I said I wasn't going. To, you know what I mean? You told me, oh, don't, don't, don't say why. Wow, wow, shit. All right. So I feel like Watson, now that the news came out, well, Watson kind of did fuck some of those receivers, right? All right. Oh, yeah, he admitted it too. Yeah, he fucked some of those receivers, right? I think the Texans been new, right? But the Texans was like, you know, it's all good. I think when Watson said, I don't want to come back, let me out, they would just say, oh, we'll bet, we'll bet, all right. But the Wolves have. All right. I don't think that, I don't think there's going to be no criminal, you know, any criminal shit, because there's no way to prove he raped them. And I don't think he raped them. Did those things. Well, I mean, if, if we being honest, busting a nut isn't. Rape? Right? It's not criminally rape. Alright, man, we got to delete like, this. <laughs> no, we got to delete it. But I'm saying, if if if, if someone's giving you, hold on, uh, if someone's giving you a massage. Okay, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Alright, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If somebody's giving you a massage and you enjoy it so much that you, ah, that's not criminally. Yeah, that's not wrong with that. Rape. 
And if and if and if you're saying that's that's just that anatomy, you give this man a massage. Yeah, that's just anatomy. And he exposed himself to you. I don't, I don't know what I mean. The, it's indecent exposure, maybe. I don't know if he did that. Nah, nah, nah. It's a couple of bitches, a uh, couple of women that said he kind of flipped over and showed him what he was working with. You know what I mean? So my, I, I mean, which I mean, it's bad. It's not good. So the lawyer, the lawyer is asking, you know, technically by law, the, the other nigga, the Trump supporter, nigga, he's got to turn over the names of all 18, you know, anonymous accusers, right? I think the lawyer is going to cut down 22 to maybe three. Like these niggas is valid. Because yeah. you gotta give me 18, you because then nigga, other lawyer have to find 18 motherfucking names to come out with stories and shit. Mm. And Watson gotta know them, and you know, they gotta boom, 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 boom. So I think I think that list is gonna cut down. I think Watson is going to well, they say they're going to court, but I think they're gonna settle. And I think Watson's gonna well, I know for a fact Watson's not gonna play this year, but 2022, you know. He's going to be available, in my opinion. Or another theory I got, I thought the Texans kind of want that nigga to sit out. Give them time to fix their cap, get their draft pick, and then say, yo, look what we got for you. Watson, you sure you want to leave? We by your side the whole time. Who are they going to get, though? They kept trading niggas. They, 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 they had no draft picks the last two drafts. So, like, they don't have any draft picks this draft. Next year, it could have had three first rounders. It could have had three shit. It could have had five. Hell, we keep it above. But next year they have all their picks back, and they'll have more cap room next year. It's crazy that they traded everybody away but the Sean Watson. You know what I mean? Every other great player was like, "Yo, get me the fuck out of here." I was like, "Okay, see you later." Except for Deshaun, I was like, "Now you want to sit your black ass here, nigga? You ain't going nowhere, boy." That's some fucked up shit. It's fucked up. Uh, yo, uh, Cowboys. They said the Cowboys might get that tight end, Cal, uh, Kyle Pitts, whatever his name is. The one from Florida. You think Cowboys might be for? Yeah, you think you think the Cowboys might be for real if they get a, I don't a future think, superstar I don't, tight end? I think they just made that shit up. And I don't think they are going to. I don't think the Cowboys are have the asset to go and get him. What do you mean? What uh? They don't have their number one pick? Nah, they get, I think Dallas is... I don't know what Dallas is. Let me see what Dallas is. Yeah, I'm about to look this shit up now. It's good that we did all this prep work, though, for the... Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's so good that we did all this uh, prep work. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, no, nah, they said... There they go. Dallas is going to have to go to four. Okay. Yeah, Dallas is gonna have to give up at least two first rounders to go to four, and a second rounder. And Dallas got too many needs on defense. I, I just went to go Google mock draft, and these niggas got the Jets picking Justin Fields second. Yep, that's exactly it. You talking about the CBS Sports one, right? Yeah. Exactly what I saw. Bro, if the Jets take Justin Fields, you're going to see a lot of Tramel Kuyper's going to get triggered. Why you say that? Oh, the N-word is coming out. 
Oh, it was coming out. Goddamn niggers! Shit, can't stand these niggers. Just because a nigga can run don't mean it great. <laughs> this mock draft has Trevor Lawrence at number one, Zach Wilson number two, Justin Fields number three, Cal Pitts oh, number God. four, Devontae Smith uh, number five to the Bengals. I guess that makes sense, right? He needs a goddamn. Wide I, I see Devontae Smith to the to the to the um to the Dolphins, which I don't want to happen. Yeah, I'll be a pain in your ass. This draft, uh, it says Jamar Chase is going to the, the Dolphins. That's Trey Lance to Denver. Uh, Panthers pick up um, some Oregon tackle. Foreign name, who knows? Uh, it says New England is going to trade down to get Mac Jones. Shit. And the Cowboys uh, get Patrick Sertan, whatever his name is. That makes How sense. you feeling, bro? Talk to me. Talk to me, bro. Hey, hey, Julius Rock, who is that cornerback you was talking about? Which cornerback? You said some corner that you said the Jets would get. Oh, uh, somebody draft? Yeah. Either Sertan or uh, J.C. Horn. Oh, damn. Remember Joe Horn, the nigga that had the cell phone? Yeah, I remember Joe Horn. That, yeah. That's his son. Oh, wow. This is where we at, man. Yeah. Them two niggas legit. Either Patrick Sertan, who was in the NFL too, or uh, Jason. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But I don't know if them niggas. When the Jets second pick at? Like 20 something? It is late. I don't know if the niggas be round here, though. It is. I go wide receiver in the second. That's what I want, man. It's 23rd. I want. That's what I want, man. But you know, yeah. But Robert Sala, his first draft. You know that nigga. He got it, man. It's almost Ramadan. Don't worry about it. Rob, Rob got that's true. That's true. That's true. He's gonna he's gonna make salat for all his all the sins of the world. You know what I mean? He probably found like a good mosque. You know what I mean? Somewhere in Harlem or somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's praying every day. Running up the stairs, it's gonna be good for you guys, man. Well, I, well also, Kwame, man, I also think I think after the draft, I think the Jets is gonna try to get a lot of those veterans on the market on a one year deal because a lot of niggas ain't signed. Mm -hmm. like Sherman ain't signed, uh, Melvin Ingram, Casey. A lot of niggas ain't signed because they looking for money that they're not gonna get. You're gonna cap down. So I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if Scholar. Get a bunch of these niggas for like here to take four million, here to take three million, take five million. You know, just be patient. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys get um get uh Richard Sherman so you can feel some of the pain I've been feeling. <laughs> you know. Anyway, oh, he plays the same defense. He plays in San Francisco. Yeah, like they put eight niggas on top of the receiver. So Sherman can do whatever he wants. And if he gets beat, he's going to get a holding call. <laughs> That's it. You know? Fuck it. Uh, we shouldn't have jumped the football before we talked about Paul Pierce. So here's, here's my conspiracy, and I've, I've touted it uh, wherever anybody will listen. Paul Pierce is probably one of the worst analysts in sports history. He's terrible at his job. He consistently interjects himself into... Um, basketball talks 
And uh, the only difference between him and like when Barkley or somebody does it is Barkley is just like a lovable goof. Paul Pierce takes himself entirely too seriously for us to like goof on him and have fun. But <clears throat> I think I think ESPN was trying to fire him, and he was like, "Yeah, y'all can't fire me. I'm the fucking truth." And I was like, "Well, how you want us to fire you?" He was like, "I got an idea, niggas." <laughs> and he put together the weakest fucking live of all time. It was like, it was like a, a, a empty house and like two skinny strippers, and he was smoking weed and drinking. And who cares at this point? Like, like who cares you know, if a nigga like smokes weed? up the money and throwing it at him. Yeah, it didn't even look real. He didn't have stacks. He wasn't like. It was just like. Like napkins. Green that was pocket change, yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't get fired. <laughs> it would be a shame. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, hold on. I know what'll make this party even better. I'll go live. He uh... said, I meant to send that to my close friends. Oops. Oh, well. Oopsie. Yeah, I'm I'm mean, gonna put this on close friends. They only had 315 people on his live. Do people even follow Paul Pierce on Instagram? <laughs> this thing has 315 people on a live. You know what I mean? But anyway, so they fired this nigga, and that set off a wave of sympathy and a whole bunch of yeah, truth. Do what makes you happy, truth. And that pissed me off. I mean, that made me angry. I don't like when people are nice to Paul Pierce on the internet. It, it annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve it. He deserves to be teased ruthlessly. And we've all teased him for the last 10 years, but this nigga smokes one joint in his house and drinks tequila, and now all of a sudden he's a real nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Even people on this podcast that are currently webbing through the city of New York had Paul Pierce as his avatar. Yo, bro, I, I, I promise y'all I'll play the damn game, bro. Let's <laughs> see where you think he's going next. Who? Paul Pierce? I think he's going to Fox Sports. He ain't going nowhere. He's terrible. He sucks. He's, he's going somewhere where he doesn't have to read things. Of course, man. You don't have to be terrible to go there. You just have to get ratings. He's just going to go there. You're right. You're right. He's going to go somewhere where he doesn't have to be live. And 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 he could just spout his terrible opinions and go to fuck home. So you're right. He might well. He might go to Fox Sports. That might be the best spot for him. That's what's going to happen. Facts, facts, facts. But I'm just glad that he's gone. And I I, I wish ESPN would get real people. You know, they don't got to be famous, bro. They could be not famous people. Just get people that are passionate about this shit and they actually look at shit and, and give a damn. I got a name. You know what I mean? A professional and prep. Get the bag, get Gilbert fucking Arenas. Give Gilbert fucking Arenas his own show. Gilbert Arenas would be amazing. Yo, go get JJ Reddick. That would be amazing. Get Gilbert and JJ. JJ Reddick would be amazing too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but even but even beyond that, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, that's all I had. Just get, like just go get a bag and go get those two niggas. Yeah, but even beyond that, just get somebody that's... It could be a regular nigga. Just get somebody that's... Pe- Sports sells itself. I don't find myself checking out 
ESPN to hear what a, a former athlete has to say. You know what I mean? Like when they say, you know, as a former athlete, how do you attack this? I don't care what he has to say. He's a former athlete, meaning that he's at home watching the game just like me. You know what I mean? Like, so get someone that's knowledgeable, that studies this shit. You know what I mean? That watches damn near every game. Yeah. While we're at it, get somebody, when you vote for MVP, it has to be somebody that lives and dies and breathes this basketball shit. It just can't be like a part-timer that wrote a book on Larry Bird in 1987. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear that shit no more. Mm-hmm. Because you keep getting these bullshit-ass fucking uh, trophies and Fucking votes and all star games. This shit is corny. Like, yo, remember the motherfucker gave uh Patrick Beverly defensive player of the year vote? Yes, over fucking over Anthony goddamn Davis. Yo, get out of here, man. No, enough is enough, people. You can't, you can't listen. I, I watch as many games as I can. You can't tell me Patrick Beverly had more um to offer on the defensive end than Anthony Davis. You can't. Because Anthony Davis guards everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just didn't make sense. This shit pissed me off. Change that shit up, man. Change that shit up. Speaking of shit that's important to us, the verses of the goddamn millennium was this past Sunday. Juice Rock said it was the greatest verses of all time. Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. I say it wasn't because of old fucking Steve Harvey lecturing us about how hard he worked to get pussy but, in 1974. But does does uh, everything else not outweigh that, though? Mm-mm. It took me out of it, bro. It fucked me up. I don't like being lectured about music because I listen to music more than anything. I listen to diverse music. I listen to everything. So as soon as he start talking about, now nah, this is real music. Man, shut the fuck up, yo. I hate that shit, bro. You punk-ass, young-ass niggas. Bro, bro, bro. Bro. Oh, the internet. You couldn't send a text in those days. Now, this is before cell He said that like eight times. Now, this is before cell phones. Like, nigga, shut up, yo. Shut up. Anytime an old nigga tells you that your music isn't real music, it's just stupid. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It just means that they want their music their own particular way. If you watch a, a Richard Pryor stand-up, in the 70s, the same time all those Ozzy Brothers, Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, Gap Band music was coming out, he was calling his girl a bitch. <laughs> Pick this up, bitch. You stupid bitch. Like, he was talking the way that we that you hear rap records talk to women, too. Yep. So this attitude didn't just start with rap music. It's been a part of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Red Fox, all these niggas, they cursed at their woman. They cursed. They were terrible human beings. Fucking this shit didn't start with rap music. So just because you don't want to hear it in your music doesn't mean that you should be mad that we want to. And I can listen to Biggie Smalls curse a bitch out all day and then switch to Isley Brothers and be like, you know, fucking at your best you love. Bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> but other than that, what where where would you say it ranks uh on the best verses? I thought it was the best, uh, like performance they had. Like it was, the, it was the most entertaining one they they've made. Um, I want to say it was the best, you know, mainly because Steve Harvey he was annoying. What was the best yeah. one? The best one, I feel like the best one could be, you know, um, the Primo and Rizzo one. I love I that one. 
Um, I think that Keith Sweat, not Keith Sweat, the baby face and uh, what you call it, Teddy Riley is going to have a redemption arc. Yeah. I think that one's definitely going to come in and become <laughs> yeah. the best one. So let's, I, I guess as of right now, because, you know, I, if they run it back, then I'm subject to change. Yeah, because the, the, the first one should have been the best one, but, yeah. you know, the technical issues took you out of it, so it wasn't entertaining. Mm-hmm. So... But. I think uh, I, I would take the Primo and Rizza. It's it's better because they're producers. And they was so, they was DJing while they was you know yeah like yeah. like Premier went into like a little set when he did Ten Crack Commandments. Yeah, and he like mixed the he mixed the actual sample right in front of us, Facts. and went into the beat like that, that shit is hard. I, I love that. Mhm. That shit is hard. Uh. Uh, obviously Snoop Dogg and DMX, even before everything happened with X, I think it was, um, I think it was up there too. I'm looking at them now. Uh, Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. I'm just running off the ones that have been done. Mm-hmm. Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. The Dream Show Garrett. French Montana versus Tory Lanez. Oh no, that don't count. Yeah. Scott Storage versus Manny Fresh. T-Pain versus Little John. That was entertaining. Oh, never mind. I'm tripping. The best one was Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Oh, no, that yeah, was that fine. was up there. That, that was, was up fine. there. And then Bounty Killer versus Beanie Man definitely up there it was up there yeah, too. Well, I was hype. Yeah, one twelve versus Jagged Edge. That was alright. Melly yeah. versus Ludacris. That was alright. That was alright. Those those two those last two you just named had sound issues. I wasn't really fucking with them. Yeah, definitely. So like that. That like the entertainment aspect, you know, if it's not entertaining, it automatically it taking hit. off my list. Yeah, it hit. I I personally like the Ozzy Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire because I felt like I didn't want this shit to end. I, I yeah, like, how long was that shit? Like three hours, three or four hours. It was, it was man. Was yeah, and I it was like, good, yo. It was really good. Nice came in and killed it. Came in the middle, killed it. That shit was like a fucking vibe, man. I maybe you know. I need to think about this a little bit more, but in the moment, that shit was the best verse in my opinion. Right. Nah, nah, nah. I loved it though because, like, though, I like, I like what I liked about it was when the niggas started singing each other's songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, I think it's up there. I think it's top, top five. Uh, I like the Kurt Franklin versus Fred Hammond. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I Fab think- versus Kiss was kind of a letdown. Right, yeah. mainly on Fab DJ part, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross versus Two Chains. Oh, what about Jeezy? Uh, Jeezy yeah, Gucci? I was, yeah. I know, you, I know you probably don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was interesting. It had like a nice little dramatic spin. E forty yeah. was too short. I didn't care. That was like the one I didn't even watch at all. I didn't watch this shit. At all. Yeah. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. I was watching for. Uh, Yo, I like that Brandy and Monica one though. I like the Brady one on one too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ravers Ghost. I like that one. I mean, it's up there, man. It's 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 tough. It's tough to, to get up there. Earth with Fire, Ozzy Brothers definitely that I would say top three. Title I love Ray and Ghost, you know, just them mm-hmm. two talking with the samples playing in the background. That shit was hard. That yeah. shit was hard as fuck. Hell yeah. If I had to pick my favorite three, it would be it would be Badu versus Joe Scott. RZA versus Primo, and um, the dogs. It'd be Snoop versus DMX. 
Because those were like, it was like there was no hitch. Everything went off. And it was like all love all around. You know what I'm saying? It really wasn't a battle. It was just like, and and to me, it, it was the most, uh, it flowed the best, like musically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's it. But now we got, <clears throat> actually almost like in a week, Redman versus Method Man. On, on 420. Are we getting yeah. high for that one? We gonna do drugs? We should. We should. We should. As a community, get together. What is 420? What day, what, what day is that on? What, that's on day in a weekday, man. I don't have to Tuesday. rethink that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's alright, man. It's just a little drugs, man. A little drugs never hurt nobody. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. <clears throat> Not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. We'll see. And what's we'll after that? The SWB one after that, right? Yeah, use your heart, not your mind. You know what I mean? On on the eighth of May, and then there's a Mother's Day special the next day, and then it's Ladies' Night, which is a to be announced. But that should probably be like Little Kim and Foxy Brown or some shit like that. And then it says uh, rematches. And that's a to be announced. Uh, I I really. And when if Babyface go against Teddy again, give Teddy what he wants. The band, give him anything. Just they gotta do it in person, though. Yeah, they gotta do it in person. Now I'll be fucking fire. Yeah, just to get I'll the, be fucking fire. Just, just to leave no shadow of a doubt, because I had Teddy with it. I still had Teddy with it. Yeah, you know just, I mean? just to leave, leave no doubt this time. Yeah, people, but you know, people like um, Babyface's ballads, even though to me, a lot of them are kind of boring. It's like, you know, I just want to love you, I love you, I love for like an hour. Like, okay, we get it, you love that bitch, congrats, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so that's it, right? You want to talk about DMX now, yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, what was your um, first? Who introduced you to DMX, Kwame West? Uh, I think the first time I heard of DMX, uh, you know, I guess Get At Me Dogs his first single, right? Yeah, first single. Okay, but the first time I heard him was I was at my cousin's house chilling and we was watching rap videos and uh, the Rough Riders anthem was on. Stitches want to try. Yeah. So I wait, was... so you wasn't fucking, did you, were you, because 98, you were what? Uh, 10? Oh, how, how nah, old was nah. I? I was like 9 or 10. I was like 9 or 10, yeah. So you wasn't fucking with like Money, Power, Respect and all those verses, 24 Hours to Live? I mean, I didn't know he was on. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So I, oh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. It was just like, this, this nigga just was like yeah. rapping. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, like, I, I didn't know who niggas was, you know, listening to all that stuff. But mm. when I, you know, that's why we watched the videos. We watched the videos. Oh, that's who, you know. Is DMX. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the Rough Riders uh, anthem video, I was like, "Oh shit, this nigga is." That's who that nigga is. Yeah, this nigga is nice, not... yo. Yeah. He had the That's dogs right. and shit. Everybody, the motorcycles and all that. You know. Mind your business, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fire. Yeah. That was one of those records that just took over the entire like earth when it mm. came out. You know what I mean? Mm. Just why? What was you introduced to the DMX? Uh, Money, power, respect. 
That's a classic. With respect, man. I, we, uh, I didn't have no cable, so my aunt stayed in Atlanta, and I just, you know, she had to go to work, so I was just sitting there watching music videos all fucking day. And mm. I was like, yo, who is this nigga? Why this nigga yeah. fuck in the fucking world? Yo, the fucking, the, the, the verse starts with him barking. Yeah, I'm like, yo. What's wrong with this nigga, man? Why are you barking at us, yo? And I remember I saw Get At Me, dog, and it's the uh, motherfucker, this black and white. Like, in the tunnel. Like a fucking mm. marsh fit around. Hell yeah. So, I, I, I man, I, man, I, I got my mind right for it when I first heard he uh, relapsed. You said he? Yeah, when, when I first, I'm, I'm just talking about now, like when I first heard D, DMX relapse recently. Oh, oh he jumping ahead. Oh, <laughs> he jumping, oh, shit, shit. <laughs> That's how. But yeah, what you talking about in terms of him passing away? Yeah, man, I just, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I just wouldn't got my mind right, bro. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. Yeah. That shit fucked me up. But for me, um, it was, uh, I, I think I said this on my on my Instagram. It was like, DMX different than every other rapper that's gotten like super white hot. You know what I mean? Except for maybe Snoop Dogg. DMX is just, he's just everywhere. It was 54321. Then it was uh, 24 Hours to Live on the Mace album. Then it was Money, Power, Respect. You know what I mean? And then it was Get At Me Dog. Get At Me Dog is when shit got crazy. Yeah. That was when the shit was nuts. You know what I mean? And then it was on fire. And like I remember being, I was I'm old, much older than everybody. Yeah. I was in high school. You <laughs> said, yeah. But I was in high school. No, nah, no, nah, I know, man. Because, you know, yeah. yeah, go ahead. He's old. But I was in high school. And, um, and, this is back in the day when you had to actually go get the album. You know what I'm saying? So it was like some niggas had it and some mm-hmm. niggas didn't have it. And the niggas that had it, it was like you had to be cool with them to hear it. Because I was like, y'all want to hear this shit. And it was like, nah, bro, this is mine. My CD. So niggas had to go to the bootleg guy because I didn't know where to buy it. I was at. I was in the Bronx. So you had to go to the bootleg guy. It was my man Javid who got hit by a car. And we was like, yo, it's DMX. Remember when niggas was mad at bootleggers? Uh-huh. It was like, stop bootlegging our shit. He was like the number one bootlegger in the world. <laughs> like, he had every fucking bootleg shit. And the nigga had a Lexus in the South Bronx in high school. So, you know, he was getting it. Whatever he's doing, he was getting to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I got, I remember I purchased Dark, as Hell, Dark and Hell's Hot from the bootlegger. And niggas was just like, they was mesmerized by that nigga, you know? Like, it was so different. Like, you remember 1998, niggas was wearing shiny suits. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was mm-hmm. jiggy. Niggas was looping, like, samples from the 80s and shit like that. Like, niggas was kind of soft. It was soft. And everybody was getting along. Biggie and Tupac had just died. So it was like, yo, we don't got no beef with anybody. And here come DMX. Like, I'm robbing all you niggas. I'm going <laughs> to kill everybody in this motherfucker. And I'm going to bark at you. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was just... That energy, man. That shit was just so different. Yeah, you know. You know what I fuck with DMX, man. Uh, no matter what the song was, like he didn't switch. He didn't like he made, like he was him. No matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he gave you the same shit. No matter what the fucking song was, like four, five, four, three, two, one. Money, power, respect. You got me, dog. It's just like it's just X, 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 X. I'm not conforming my what I do to, to fit this song. This is what I'm giving you. 
Yeah, yeah. It was great, man. Yeah. And then... I'll say, like, you know, like, we was in, you know, North Carolina and shit. And so, like, um, we didn't really hear everything like that. So my uncles, he had all the albums and all that stuff. You know, he had the Mace albums and all that. He had, the, you know, the Lock shit, all that. Um, so, you know, it was like, I would have to, you know, borrow his shit to listen to stuff. I didn't have my own stuff, you know? Mm-mm. But, but yeah. It was one of those things where it was because the other thing is my bad, but the other thing is all those X verses that like really got him hot. He was always the closer, like he mm-hmm. closed Money Power Respect. He closed Twenty Four Hours to Live. He didn't close Four Three Two One, but he was towards the end of the. And he, everything was like a moment, you know what I'm saying? His verse was like a moment mm-hmm. in all those songs, so it all stuck out, you know. What are you saying, Joshua? Where were you in like like? What was your experience when Rough Rider Anthem dropped? I was, I was, I was at my cousin's crib. You know, we was just chilling, and you know, we used to always have music videos on. He had there was a channel that just played music videos. Yeah. And so you know, we was I, don't know, I probably was like MTV or something like that. I don't remember, but it was a, it was music videos. You know, we just watching, and you know, I was just mesmerized. I was like, oh shit! It was Mad Dogs. Everybody had bandanas on. Weights and shit. Yeah. It was dope. It was jail. It was like yeah. jail. It was like jail, and yeah. You know, you well, I think they shot it in a jail, but you know, you you always felt bad because you say, you know, hip hop doesn't glorify jail, but them niggas made jail look cool as shit. I ain't gonna lie. They was yeah. throwing up X's and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like shit was just it was looking cool, you know. But the thing about it is, you know, we make fun of Nori for always talking about 1998, but that was like a fucking that was a year, bro. Like yeah. like think we had uh, what what outcast came out? That's AT Aliens, right? Quemini. So that's that's Rosa Parks, right? Yeah. Yep. Rosa Parks. You got Lauren, had... Education, Lauren Hill. Nori, banned from TV. Like well, fucking... Volume Two came out then, right? Yeah, bro. That shit closed the whole fucking year. DMX lit the summer up because this shit came out. I remember this. Ah, I feel like such an old head. I remember because it was the end of the school year, so it was like. We was going into summer. Get at me, dog. Niggas will be killing all the end of the year parties. You know what I'm saying? All the end of the year. Like that was the music, bro. I was I was in the third grade. Go- <laughs> going to New York to visit my parents for the summer. Well, listen, I was 14. You know what I mean? It is what it is, you know. I wasn't I wasn't 15 yet, but let, let me tell you the albums that came out. Uh Love Movement Trial Call Quest. Mm-hmm. 98 was a fucking crazy year, bro. It was a crazy, crazy fucking year. I think, it, you know, you talk about the best years in music. That was like, mm-hmm. that was like it. Dropped the album uh, with War, uh, Love of War. Mm-hmm. Master P, then Master P dropped some yeah, shit. Yeah, Master P dropped his uh, allegedly last album. <laughs> it was like MP The Last Dawn or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Listen, yeah. That, was, that was a fire year, man. Bro, niggas can't tell New York niggas was hating. 
because the number one thing I remember coming back to school in 1998 was everybody bling bling. Every time you come around the city, bling bling. Figure we, like we was all cash moneyed out, yo. With all that New York rap that dropped that summer, we were still cash money now. Like, that's just the best of times. And it, and the shit is, you know, you don't want to romanticize an era too much, but as great as all those albums were, they were all different in their own fucking way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Bust Around shit ain't sound like DMX shit. Jay shit ain't sound like Lauryn Hill shit. You know? And uh, I, I just remember Cam had horse and carriage. Yeah. Fucking best year, bro. Yeah. 98, 98 was just a banner year for, for fucking hip hop. Is there another year like that comparable? Uh, it might be before y'all's time. This is before my time. 88 was like that. 88 was like that. 2000. I feel like 2000, one of those 2000s was like that. 2001 or 2000. It might have been 2001. 2001 was the Nas J shit. 2003, 2004 was 50. First joint with Kanye and the Black Dip Album in the same year. Dipset came out in three, right? Who? Dipset came out in three, right? Yeah, yeah, the Dipset album. Yeah. Ti, I think was popping in in no. two thousand and three. Outcast came out in old yeah. three. The Love Below shit came out in three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it came out the same time as uh, Black Album came out. So yeah, two thousand three would probably be a, a close contender. And then one was what? Uh, Ghetto Fabulous. Blueprint, uh, blueprint, uh, takeover, stillmatic, uh, the Drake shit didn't that come out two thousand one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like that summer. That summer, I think it was. No, no, did it? Oh, I, gotta look it I, it I think I think it came out two thousand, but they named it two thousand one. Yeah, because I would. I was still in high school. <laughs> I, 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 I thought they were trying to. I thought this shit came out at two. I, I, if something happened, right? Then they, they, they were trying to angle that bitch for 2000. That shit came out on one or some shit like that. Nah, it came out November 16, 1999. 1999, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know it came out the year, some other year, but it was called 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's was what it was. Ninth grade when 2001 came out. I remember that. He's ninth grade, so he's high school together, my nigga. Yes. Okay. I got a friend, nigga. I, got I, a didn't, friend. Say nothing, I, I didn't say nothing, bro. I didn't say nothing, yo. I didn't say nothing, yo. I, I was in fourth grade watching Dragon Ball Z. Nigga, I was, <laughs> nigga, I was, I was an adult, nigga. I was traveling all over the Bronx, doing whatever I want to do, <laughs> listening to fucking Chronic 2001, yo. Chronic 2001. But still, that was the best time, man. You know, uh, I think I think the difference between rap music industry back then and rap music industry now is they know what works now, so they only accept the shit that works. Whereas back then it was like, nigga, oh, shit, if the shit works, we'll fucking do whatever, you know. And that's why you had a guy like DMX. Like I don't think DMX could come out right now and change the whole game. I don't you think know so. what I mean? Well, because because it's so formulaic. Let me ask you this. So I'm glad you said that. What is DMX legacy? Does it? So we, when, when let's say a ten year, fifteen year from now, where's DMX legacy? Are uh, alive or like, like what do you, like what do y'all think about it? I, I feel like DMX legacy has always been like straight. I don't think like it's ever been like like tarnished or anything like that. I think it's always been 
will it reach a younger generation? You think the you, you know that's that's I guess that's why I'm asking. You know, it's still young kids that know big in pocket. Mm. But you think you know, had that same reach? I feel like okay, here's a, I don't think he's as big as those names, right? But I feel like his name is still there because he's still in pop culture. Like, have you seen Deadpool? They fucking had DMX playing in that. They had Biggie and Pac in Deadpool. You know what I mean? That is very true. And I think, um, I think, I think the fact that his life was extended so long is why he doesn't have that bump like they did because Biggie and Tupac were gone. You know what I mean? Relatively quick, especially Biggie. You think about it, Biggie only had two summers of fame, 95 and 96. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was gone. But uh, DMX was was here. You you got to see him, his rocket rise, you got to see his descent. You know what I mean? The shit that fucks me up about DMX, man, the shit that like really fucked me up, that really like people keep saying you finally don't have to worry about your demons anymore. That nigga beat his demons. Go look at any video of this nigga in the last six months. You never see an addict overweight. You know what I mean? He had a gut. You know what I'm saying? That means he was eating. That means he was sleeping. You listen to him talk. His his mannerisms weren't rushed. He wasn't like, you know what I mean? He wasn't like this. He wasn't jittery. He was calm. He was concise. He was dancing every time you see him. I my my number one thing that kind of like irks me about this whole well, number two thing was don't talk about him like he's an addict. That is such a small part of his story. That mm-hmm. nigga DMX lived the shit out of life, bro. The best things that you're seeing is all those random stories of people that exactly, were just walking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yo, that nigga stayed in the Bronx. I never got to see him, but he stayed in the Bronx. Like, niggas will tell you they have DMX stories for days on 3rd Avenue, 149th Street. That nigga just be there. Just chilling. You I know see, what I mean? Like, 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 what the fuck was he doing at an Albanian, Albanian wedding? Like just chilling, <laughs> just chilling, bro. This is uh, I was listening to Joe Budden. Shit, Joe Budden is like he just see DMX just walking on the streets of Miami, just randomly, just randomly. <laughs> and the thing about it is, bro, it wasn't on some like I'm trying to stun on niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he wouldn't be there with like a Lamborghini or, or whatever. He just be there with like a couple of, like toy trucks racing him, just chilling. You know what I mean? Like DMX, I said this on my Insta. He's the most unique. Rap superstar ever, ever because whatever money he made, I'm I don't want to talk about what he did with it or whatever, but it wasn't on some like I'm about to stun on niggas and show you how rich I am. Mm-hmm. It was just like I, I'm the illest rapper, but after we get past that, yo, we can chill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and for all the shit that he did, you don't you haven't heard anybody make a negative story about that man. What I liked about him, he's dressed the same way for 50 years. For 50 years? <laughs> fucking wearing Versace for him. You fucking pass me these sweatpants and these like fucking purple Tims. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga, DMX is the pioneer for wearing Tims on the beach, yo. Oh, shit. Bro, that nigga is the king of Tims on the... That nigga is the king of that shit. He's a New York nigga that traveled the world and got to see the world. You know what I mean? And that's like the best thing about hip hop is that it gave these, you know, guys that would, you know, be on the same block, yeah. same, you know, radius their entire life and die did, right in their building. Did you watch that Biggie documentary on Netflix? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, some stories we all heard before, but, you know, but, you know, what's his name? D-Rock, you know, he gave us the new footage and shit. 
and it had footage of them saying, yo, you know, they were like in like, it was like Colorado or something like that. And it was like, yo, we never seen mountains. We don't got mountains in the Bronx, you know. That's what we don't I'm got saying. mountains in Brooklyn. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. So, that's that's the that literally for all the, the terrible things that hip hop has done for for us in, in America, the best thing is that it's giving these guys the opportunity to travel outside of the world and go places and see things, you know. Mm-hmm. Because DMX was a stick up kid from Yonkers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's all he was. <laughs> so those type of people, they don't have, they don't last this long. They don't last to fifty. I mean, it's tragic because he got kids, but that lifestyle yeah. he's living, it wouldn't have lasted that long. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't have lasted that long. So, I mean, it's a shame, man. My it's my thing, I don't like. Well, it's not really. I don't. You know, it's just, it just kind of annoyed me. Was people saying he didn't get his flowers? That nigga, we would. We've been champion DMX for years, my nigga. Yeah, nigga, what the fuck? Niggas just like to talk, man. I ain't like that shit. Like DMX is referencing mad movies. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas love DMX, and they show last year for the verses. Like motherfuckers singing DMX praises. Like no, like who was slandering DMX? Nobody, bro. White people love DMX, and they weren't slandering DMX. Okay, and white people be the first ones to call us crackheads when we fuck up. You you remember that uh, that MTV spray break thing when the nigga was on the stage with the red the red jumpsuit and shit? Mm. This is full of white people going crazy. Full of white people. Oh, you talking about um um you talking about MTV uh, spray break? Nah, you talking we had the nah that's um uh, the shit that happened in the sixties Woodstock. That was Woodstock. That was Woodstock. That was yeah. Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. Niggas keep saying he sold out a continent. He didn't. That was Woodstock. It was Woodstock. That's hard. <laughs> it was bad white people. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The white people, bro. Yeah, yeah yo. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Like you think about that. He was. He did. That nigga did Woodstock mm. with like Limp Bizkit was on the title when and you, shit like that. When you think of Woodstock, right? Like if you say it even now, think of say Woodstock. You're like, oh, in seventies, you know. Bunch of you know pot smoking people, artists and that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know rock bands, you know old you know, white people. Nah, this nigga DMX is out there tearing that. You think up. of you think of DMX doing Gap Me Dog yeah. with like a red fucking overall short set and Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't think of that shit. And and hip hop is so big in festivals today. He mm-hmm. opened that door for that yeah. shit because. You know, if, if niggas ain't go to see him, they'd be like, nah, hip-hop can't sell festivals to white kids. And now all you see is hip-hop at festivals. Rolling loud, everything, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that nigga, DMX opened so many doors for the genre. He did so well to it. He did so good to it. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think that Jay-Z and Beyonce rumors real at all. I don't I think, think they so just made that shit up. Yeah. They did the same shit with Nipsey. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's giving... Jay-Z... And, and Beyonce, you know, because she can't read, they wouldn't um, do stuff and then announce it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like dead charity, it goes directly to the people. We would never know. But think about you know? this, dog. Like they said in 06, Jay Z cleared that 12 million dollar debt for DMX, and we didn't hear about it till last year because they said it. And yeah. that, and if they didn't say it to like 45 minutes into the interview, mm-hmm. and he just threw it out there, you know? Yeah. And and I guarantee you they probably DMX is probably slandering Jay Z. 
mm. even after he, he did all that. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because there was a time where they didn't get along. And, you know, Jay-Z got faults, but he, one of those things is, I think he's a very given person, but he gives privately. He doesn't give publicly. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that shit, man. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Somebody said, I, I wish Jay-Z was on social media so he could say something. I don't think we needed that either because yeah. anything Jay-Z says, it gets turned into something else. Yeah. And right now we just needed, we needed to, to get that lot of DMX. I'm cool know? with just regular people sharing their DMX stories. Cause I love, yeah. I, I retweeted every single one of them, you know. Like it was, was, the was mopping the floor at a Waffle House, so like. Yeah, did you see the one where he was making omelets at a, a fucking IHOP? <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. That nigga lived, man. That's one of those shits when you hope there's a heaven and he gets up there and God's like, yo, you was wilding, my nigga. Come on. Come on, <laughs> Come on in, bro. But you was wild. Come, you was wild. Come on. Jesus Christ. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it is what it is, man. Just man. Just relax. Don't break anything. Just please don't break anything. <laughs> you got you your own hood, nigga. Just go. The dogs is up there. Enjoy it, you know. So, but yeah, man, uh, he got DMX got his flowers, DMX got his love. Every time he was on Breakfast Club, they showed him love. Every time he did drink, drink chance twice. That's the other thing that fucks me up. The, remember the first drink chance he did? Yeah, he I sounded watch like it. he was fucked I up. I couldn't watch yeah. it. Yeah, he sounded like he was fucked up, and I and I was so mad. Yeah, that they were because you know he's an addict, so they're like smoking and drinking in front of him. Like, that can't be good for him, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you watch that second one, and he just is like, just calm, he's just chilling, he's just chilling, he's relaxed. There's no rush in his speech, there's no rush in his mannerisms. You know, I, I don't I don't know why this happened, but I'm glad we got to see that he was good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad because you know, he has kids, his kids are gonna see some not so good images and not so good stories. I'm glad that his physical story ends with him doing well, healthy. You know, he had a good young girl. You know what I mean? I'm glad that that's, that's how it ends. If, if it had to end so early and so uh, tragically, you know? I just hope we get a break, man. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. And, I, and it always feels like for black people, for black men specifically, it's right when we get to that next plateau. Like Nipsey... Got the Grammy nominations. This shit was like booming. The music was booming. He's finally getting recognition and bam, he's gone. Kobe retires. He's getting to spend time with his kids. Bam, he's gone. You know what I mean? Like Pop Smoke is about to be the hottest nigga. He already was the hottest nigga, but he's about to be even more hotter. And then bam, is gone. And it's like, it's like as soon as we get to the next plateau, some shit just happens, man. And I just wish, I wish we didn't have to see that for our black man, but it is what it is. I guess it's part of his life, you know? It is what it is. But yeah, you want to wrap it up here, fellas? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Go stream some DMX today. You know what I mean? Watch Belly. Belly, I watched Belly last night. When last time y'all watched Belly? Hey, listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Belly's not a good movie, yo, but... <laughs> bro, but bro, but bro, watch, watch Belly... With your mind now, yeah. And I said this last night. It's it's the story's good. The movie itself is what's bad. You okay. know what I mean? Like the yeah. acting is bad. Yeah. How it was executed was was poorly. Like like Nas is like, yeah, I'm in Africa, and they're showing like a clip of Times Square. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That it's like it's like uh, you know like 
you know, people like, oh man, Belly's such a classic. I'm like, Belly's not that good, man. It's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it though. I'll watch it, yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you, watch right. it with your now mind. <laughs> okay. I, I swore to watch Belly no more, man. <laughs> watch it, but bro, when last when's the last time you watched it? Watched it though. Uh, like, have you watched it since you've been an adult? I haven't watched it in a eight minute. years ago, and I was yeah. like, Yo, "What am I doing?" It's probably, I been, it's probably been over a decade. Watch it as an adult, because all right. So the, the movie is it's two hustlers. One's trying to pull out the game. The one's going deep, and then they try to get DMX. The feds try to get DMX to kill. Uh, they try to get him to do some like fucking Fred Hampton shit. Like the Fred Hampton movie, yeah, you know, and then and then he says he doesn't want to do it, and that's how the movie ends. Like it's it's kind of ill, but you know, I watched it as a, a teenager, and it was just like I don't, where the bitches at? Like what's I want some kids, <laughs> you know? What I mean? Like where's the violence at? You know what I mean? Like I had one sex scene in the beginning, and just kept the pushing, but but as an adult, I think if they if they took that script and kind of redid it. Uh-huh. With a better directing and all that shit, better actors, that shit would hit. It would hit much harder. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But yeah, watch some belly, stream some DMX, watch DMX interviews. You know, keep that man name alive, man. You know what I mean? Because he, he did a lot. Yeah. He prayed for us in every album, and, and you can't beat that. You know what I mean? God bless you, Earl Simmons, for all you've done. Barbershop mentality, Huey Free Noon. Kwame West, uh, Julius Rock, yeah, nigga, stay, stay blessed. Plat, plat. Yes, sir. I, uh...